Hello and welcome to Baylor Connections, a conversation series with the people shaping our future. Each week we go in-depth with Baylor leaders, professors, and more discussing important topics in higher education, research, and student life. I'm Derek Smith, and today we are talking Baylor business research with Dr. Mitch Newbert. Dr. Newbert serves as Senior Associate Dean for Research and Faculty Development in Baylor's Handcammer School of Business. He's also the Siobhan Chair of Christian Ethics in Business and Professor of Management. A longtime Baylor faculty member, Newbert serves to enhance the research culture in Handcammer and support faculty in their fulfillment of its mission. He's created three ethics competitions for the school, including the National MBA Case Competition in Ethical Leadership and continues to promote ethics in his teaching and service. In addition to numerous teaching awards, his research includes partnerships with multidisciplinary colleagues in sociology on a National Science Foundation-funded project, and he'll help paint the picture of research in hand camera with us today. Dr. Newbert, thanks so much for joining us. Great to have you on the program. Great to be here. Well, I know you and your colleagues, there's a lot of great work uh, taking place in hand camera, both as it relates to teaching, to research, and the intersection of both of those, certainly not separate. And just kind of start off, I'm curious, as we approach the end of the semester now, which is kind of crazy, what, what are some of the activities we might find you and your colleagues engaged in or with your students? Is there something you particularly enjoy about this time of the year? Well, yeah, this is a time where things are kind of wrapping up. I mean, there's still some weeks to go, even though I know students have uh, the, mm-hmm. the days on their calendar kind of marked. But, but it is a time to kind of wrap up and celebrate some things. So that might be a class, just kind of celebrating getting through a class and trying to finish off those projects, uh, which might make it busy for some students and, and some faculty. But there's also, it seems like my schedule is full of, like, banquets and celebrations, uh, mm-hmm. Last night, I was at the Paul J. Meyer Christian Leadership of Business Banquet celebrating those who completed a, a year-long program and those who are going to start next year. And before that, we were at the Senior Appreciation Banquet. So I think there's also a kind of a season of celebration and ending, which is really satisfying. Absolutely. A lot to celebrate with our, our great students and your fellow faculty. And as we head into the summer, I'm curious, we're talking research uh, you know, y'all keep pretty busy schedules, and the summer at least a few things clear out of it. So, is that a busy time for research and advancing those projects? Yeah, I do think that uh, sometimes people from the outside look in and say, "Ah, oh, that's you get to spend all summer golfing or doing whatever." But, <laughs> but really, it's a time to catch up on research, and because a lot of those uh, research projects, you know, they just take concentrated or blocks of time, and so you know, when you're when you're trying to do that in between classes and committee meetings and and the like, it. It's, it's challenging, so it really uh, a lot of our faculty look forward to the summer where they can really double down on, on a project to get it, move it forward or maybe a revision of a paper that's been under review and, and had some feedback from the journal, and they can really dedicate that time to do that. So it's, it's, a, it's a great concentrated time for those who are investing in research during the summer. Visiting with Dr. Mitch Newbert and uh, your role, Senior Associate Dean for Research and Faculty Development, uh, one uh, position that you hold in addition to, uh, to teaching. Uh, how long have you been in that role, and uh, why did that appeal to you? Well, I'm wrapping up uh, four years in that role, and uh, it really appealed to me because, um, you know, that role actually helps us fulfill our mission, and I am really committed to our Christian mission and all elements of it uh, within, you know, Handcammer. It involves, you know, cultivating principal leaders to serve the global marketplace through impactful research, uh, transformational education, and in a culture of innovation guided by Christian values. And so uh, all those things are exciting to me, and they're unique, and they're distinctive, and it's what really drew me to be at Baylor. And so the opportunity to be in the, the dean's office, the dean's suite, and to be able to facilitate 
and strengthen and support that mission is really attractive to me. As a research and faculty development associate dean, you know, my emphasis, though, is on how to promote the, the impactful research that uh, allows our, our faculty to kind of have a voice in large national conversations as well as just in their uh, academic disciplines. And in faculty development overall, I just have a wonderful opportunity to meet and interview a lot of the faculty who are coming in and make sure you know they know what Baylor's about and see if they're a good fit for us. And you know that's a privilege to be able to in the, be in those conversations. And then, of course, when they get here, then I get to have a role in helping orient them to Baylor and what's unique about Baylor and, and support them as they head towards tenure for some of them or others who are just who are you know clinical folks and have a different path but also are equally important to our mission I, I can support them as well that's great so a lot of ways you can be involved so uh, where all might we find you uh, involved or how might we find you involved with your uh, your your fellow colleagues in in that role well a lot of meetings so uh, sure. you know, the, the life of a faculty member before meetings uh, I find that <laughs> fond memories of that, but I, actually these are important meetings, so I'm glad to be in them. So I'm usually in a fair bit of meetings to meet faculty, but then also in my role I host a number of meetings where I'm helping them. So for example, um, you know, this year we had a series of four or five different faculty development uh, seminars, and each one of them had an element of the mission. So we had one that uh, right, off, right in the fall talked about teaching effectiveness, and so we invited the new faculty as well as any other faculty within the Hankhammer School to come and join us for that seminar and actually had somebody from education uh, come and speak to us uh, in that seminar. But sometimes we've had in that seminar, which we usually try to have at least one or more teaching you know, seminars, uh, we've had actually award-winning teachers from Handcammer lead those sessions. But this one we had somebody from outside uh, the school and kind of give us some tips and techniques about using technology, and that was great. Uh, then we, uh, we had a seminar really about faith integration because that is so unique. Uh, you know all the faculty who come to Baylor have not been kind of raised or educated in that model typically. Uh, most PhD programs keep those things quite separate, the spiritual part. And so uh, it's a seminar just to talk about what it might look like to integrate faith into business discussions. Of course, we do it in appropriate ways. I mean, when you have an accounting class, you teach accounting. When you have marketing, you teach marketing. But there are plenty of opportunities to offer kind of a Christian perspective on that that students can consider. They don't have to uh, believe it themselves necessarily, but it's a great place to kind of help faculty think about wa appropriate ways they can integrate that into their teaching. And then even challenge students, um, excuse me, faculty to think about how it might spur unique research ideas. And uh, that's, uh, that's something that I, I think our faith tends to implicitly guide some of the things that we do and the choices we make about topics that are of interest to us. Um, but we're challenging, you know, faculty to think about like, well, what what might a faith perspective actually, you know, add to the way you normally think about your discipline or your or the topics you're interested in? And so, for me, I I just um, I was studying leadership in various ways, leadership of teams, just le ethical leadership. But my faith and my belief in a servant leadership model that I saw in the life of Christ, I started to think. Well, I wonder if that'd work out well in the business world. You know, I, I, how about if I research it to make sure that I don't actually teach something that's going to cause people to lose their jobs, but <laughs> but it actually works. And so I was uh, many years ago. I was on the front end of doing some work on servant leadership, which really was integrated with my faith or driven by my faith. And now Baylor has you know several people who do research in servant leadership, and really we're kind of known for that. Um, and it was again linked to my faith. And so I hope there are other opportunities for 
faculty to think about how their faith might give them a unique insight or inspiration for topics. Well, let's talk. Let's dive in a little bit more to, to research in hand camera because we can go a number of different directions with this. But let's let's start off at a, uh, a high level. I think a lot of people when they think research, they'll picture a science lab, you know, the picture, uh, you know, work being done in a laboratory or out in a field or stream. But there's a lot of great research taking place at hand camera. Uh, what, what does that look like? What role does that play in the in Baylor School of Business? Well, I think it's been part of Baylor's, uh, the hand camera school business, uh, the, our history for a while. But it certainly has taken on a stronger emphasis um, the last couple decades. And then in this last, you know, five to seven years, uh, you know, really it's taken on a, a strong emphasis as being part of an R1 university. We want to make sure that research is something that we're engaging in and we're actually publishing in the top journals in the field because that really allows you access into important discussions and also then um, shapes practice when you're in the in journals that people are reading and they consider to be high-quality journals. So it's it's definitely a part of who we're at Baylor and, and something we've grown in. Uh, it is hard for, I, I think, people to think about what research looks like because of what you said, the different kind of stereotypical uh, ideas of research. But for us, we're really trying to understand kind of the causes behind uh, people's behavior, uh, what they do in the workplace, causes behind how a, why an or organization or business succeeds or fails. So we're trying to explain things that are happening out there. And by gathering data over many different people and many different organizations, we really are trying to arrive at kind of best practices, like what, what normally works or what works best. And so how we do that can be through a variety of ways. You know, we actually do have some who do experimental research, and although we're not... Uh, <laughs> Uh, doing, uh, looking with a, a beaker and, and uh, working with a, a microscope, we, you know, we put people in situations where we can control the kinds of things that they're exposed to in terms of what they're maybe uh, the scenario that they're reading and, and, and actually then compare that against people who are exposed to a different scenario or a different set of conditions. And so we do have some s experimental work and we have a, a couple different places from the business school where we kind of we have those labs set up to have that kind of uh, research, but there's a lot of survey research. So that's um, you know just polling practitioners, people who are working in the business world, like you know what's contributing to their satisfaction. You know what kind of workplace conditions are either hindering or uh, in enhancing their creativity. You know what what are dis different explanations for their job performance. And so there's surveys that we do. Uh, another set of folks actually do a fair bit of interviewing, you know, like we're doing here, asking questions, trying to get behind or underneath kind of why somebody's successful or even maybe why somebody's struggling. Uh, and then uh, another set of folks are maybe just digging through archival data, masses of data. And we're actually, you know, data analytics is an emphasis we're attempting to grow in. And so there are huge stockpiles of data in different places. And many of our faculty are now realizing that that's a great place to uncover and, and understand what's happening by by mining this data for answers about a so, you know relationships and what's contributing to what you know as we talk here I'm thinking we've had uh, past faculty uh, your colleagues that we've had on this program I remember we've had uh, Jehan Kwan talking about eye movement research where yeah. you're looking at tracking eye movements Ashley Otto decision making Matt Quaid was on earlier this semester talking about ethical leadership or amoral leadership. Mer Meredith, David, a lot, lot, lot of faculty have, have been, been a part of this. F for you, you know, you kind of are able to get your, uh, get your hands on a little bit of everything, at least as you work with faculty. What, what's that like for you to interact with faculty in different sub-disciplines within hand, hand camera? 
Well, it's uh, it's humbling because uh, there are so many people who have expertise in areas that I don't have expertise. Mm-hmm. So uh, I listen and I enjoy learning about what they're doing. But it's exciting because I, I think we're just doing some really interesting research across the disciplines that we uh, you know have majors in, in in the business school. And so it's really a privilege to try and figure out like how I can support those folks so that they can publish in the top journals that they're um, you know, along with other people on hand camera, how we can actually publicize their work, just like mm-hmm. you're doing, and and our marketing and communication staff do. Uh, so it's it's a real interesting process, and and uh, we have different seminars where you know, people from different departments can listen in, and other people who are you know working outside their discipline. I think that that's an interesting um, opportunity we've really tried to grow. In, in fact, uh, I may be a little off topic here, but you know we we do something that's been really fun. It's called a a brief business brainstorm for breakfast. It's kind of a mouthful, but the four Bs. And uh, what we do is we have people um, present like a a really short, like in 10 minutes or less, in a, a research idea or a research paper that's undergoing, you know, some review and, and then have a multidisciplinary audience. And usually the group isn't huge, but you'll have several different departments represented and then they can go, oh, have you ever thought about this theory or have you tried this analytic, you know, technique and... So we've had a lot of, uh, I think, beneficial conversations and really interesting conversations. Dr. Mitch Newbert, Senior Associate Dean for Research and Faculty Development, Siobhan Chair of Christian Ethics in Business, and Professor of Management at Baylor's Hand Camera School of Business. You know, I'm going to ask you a question that maybe it's obvious, but it's maybe I'd be curious to hear your, your thoughts. You know, you think about it. We spend a lot of time at work. Everyone spends a lot of time at work. You know, the biggest uninterrupted or quasi-uninterrupted part of our day, anyway, the biggest block of time is spent at work. So what importance, what opportunities does that that present when you are looking? I know work is only scratches the surface, but, I mean, it all kind of comes back to vocation and, you know, commerce and, you know, the ways people, you know, advance their lives or supply their lives. So what does that mean to to you and your colleagues when you're doing research that advances understanding? Business, in some ways, has gotten a bad rap, but at its core, businesses are created to provide services for people, products and services for people. And that's a good work. And so um, we spend, I think, a fair bit of time early on with students trying to convince them that God could be calling you to work, and that work could be good. And even in a chapel that we do with some of our incoming freshmen, we talk about the fact that in this all began back, began back in Genesis, right? God created uh, everything, and he worked for six days, and then he rested. I mean, God's a worker. Mm-hmm. And then he called us into his work, and he said, you know, you can have dominion, you can cultivate, you can help this creation flourish. That's what I want you to do. And so work is in organizing people towards tasks and products and services, it can be a dignifying work. We believe it's something that God can call us to do, and it, the work itself can be valuable. And uh, it can be a calling in that, that you can be doing good work that will help a community flourish. You also can, when, how you do it in terms of your behaviors and attitudes can be glorifying to God. And so uh, it's an exciting opportunity to think about how, you know, uh, you know, the workplace is that context to live out a calling that some people think is only reserved for those who go to seminary and so on. 
visiting with Dr. Mitch Newbert and Dr. Newbert uh, a moment ago. I mentioned a few of your colleagues that we've had on the show, and I'm curious. You know, realize I ask you this, I realize there there's no way to even really begin to hardly scratch the surface. But are there some projects taking place right now at Handcammer in recent years that have gained traction or that have been pretty especially exciting for you and your colleagues to work on? Sure. I want to talk about one thing that we've been spending a fair bit of time on, and actually our, our accrediting agency, the AACSB, has encouraged uh, colleges to do this, is to think about the impact of our work, uh, our research about the things that we're teaching in the classroom, about the service that we do outside of the classroom. And that's been really helpful for us because here at Baylor, we want to make an impact. I mean, that's, again, like why people come to Baylor is the opportunity to uh, be good stewards of this opportunity to build in other people and also learn things and discover things that can actually make the world a better place. But it's been a helpful process to try and, you know, talk about, well, c- let's connect that. Let's let's try to make more s- explicit the outcomes, the impact that we're making on society. And so we've had conversations around this, and, and this is still a little bit big picture, but I, I tell you what we found out is that after we just kind of brainstormed in a, one of our strategic planning Meetings, we found out that there are a lot of there's a, many faculty who are doing work in, in three areas. Uh, one is health and wellness and various aspects of that. And so you've had some of these people on your show, you know, Kaylee Hackney talking about pregnancy discrimination, perhaps, or or Don Carlson talking about different work family uh, challenges, or Cindy Wu talking about breaks. I mean, you've had these people who are talking about like how to how to create a healthy you know uh, workplace where people feel you know welcome and then can and uh, are well. And then, uh, you know, but that's expanded across other departments as, as well, where many people are doing research on wellness and, and uh, how that, uh, the workplace, you know, plays a re- big role in that. So health and wellness is one of these areas we realize, well, we're doing a lot of good work in that area. We're known in that area. And so uh, there'll be plenty of other studies that don't fit in that category, but that's one where a lot of, you know, work is being done. Another one is in the area of kind of economic uh, development uh, and poverty alleviation. So we're trying to figure out, you know, how can business be a force for good in terms of improving people's lives through starting businesses, through having productive businesses that that produce the the goods and services that people need, but and but are sustainable and but also, you know, how can you be sensitive to the disadvantaged and the folks who are, you know, maybe. Um, outside of, of opportunities that, you know, others have. And so how can we use business to give other people opportunities? Because we believe that business couldn't be that force to actually help uh, raise up everyone in a society if there are more jobs and more productive businesses. And so um, there's a lot of work do- going on in that area about economic development. Uh, and then the uh, third area is, you know, ethics and maybe we could call it like um, spiritual integration, uh, Normally, most universities won't touch the idea of spiritual integration, but they'll, you know, they'll talk about ethics, and we have plenty in, in ethics. You, know, you mentioned Matt Quaid. Um, uh, David Chafe is doing some stuff about just different ways that entrepreneurs you know, face ethical challenges. We have folks in, uh, in accounting who are doing things about ethics and auditing, uh, like Mike Mochen is doing that. Uh, Yulia Sullen is doing some work about ethics and um, and IT and AI and things like that. So we have a lot of people doing stuff in ethics, and then we have a few doing uh, work in kind of explicitly spiritual topics. Um, a colleague and I did some work about spiritual capital and its role in entrepreneurship. And those are harder to publish, admittedly, though, because the general journals are looking for more traditional, um, you know, 
topics and they kind of stay away from, you know, they're taboo to talk about spiritual things. But we've tried to push that in some areas and there's been some receptivity to that. So there's kind of three big areas we're really excited about and plenty that's outside of that. But um, but I've just recently been compiling that list of like, look at all the work and research mm. and service and and other things that we're doing in, the, in those spaces. And so we hope that that'll be actually a identifying that'll help us cr- come up with new creative ideas in that space and then also uh, connect people who are doing similar work so that will stimulate more more great research. With Mitch Newbert and Dr. Newbert as we wind down here, final moments uh, of the program, um, I want to ask you, you know, what, what's ahead? As you look on the horizon, as hand camera continues to grow and expand, what are you most excited about? What, what possibilities most intrigue you? Well, it's been really an exciting uh, phase of our history to have uh, Sandeep Mazumder as the dean, and he's emphasized, you know, three areas that we've had some traction in. And, and again, we already had some work in these areas, but he's been focusing on uh, purposeful research and experiential education, which is kind of getting the business world into the classroom and getting our students out into the business world, right? Uh, and, and then the, th- the last one is Christ-centered diversity, and that's part of our mission to be unique and distinct. And so. Um, those are three areas where we're just we have a lot of energy around trying to grow in those areas and and improve for the sake of uh, again putting out research that people care about. It's actually you know meeting societal kind of needs or answering questions that people have about the workplace and about businesses, um, as well as trying to really enhance our students' skill set by giving them more opportunities to do that real work before you know they get out there and they're in an internship or they have a job and so. We're excited about trying some new things there and, and even helping our faculty kind of skill up and learn about making those connections. So we're always kind of connecting what we talk about. And theory is not a bad thing. Actually, good theory is very practical. So we want to talk about theory, but then we want to make sure we connect that to practice and, and ha- bringing in business speakers or getting students out to do consulting projects in the community. Um, that's, that's exciting. We really want to grow that area as well. And then uh, Christ-centered diversity uh, is, is really just the idea of wanting to celebrate that this is, uh, we invite kind of everyone to come into the business school, right? And we want all people from different tribes, tongues, and nations, if kind of you refer to Revelation's passage around that, to have opportunities to do good through business. And so we're, we're just trying to make sure it's an accessible place, a welcoming place. And we're just taking our cue from Scripture that, that God created diversity and the things He's celebrating, and that we want to celebrate and affirm. That's exciting. We're looking forward to seeing a lot of those continue to grow and develop. And Dr. Newbert, really appreciate you taking the time. Thanks for taking us on a tour of research inside the Foster Campus and at Hancamber School of Business. Yeah, my pleasure. Appreciate it. Dr. Mitch Newbert, Senior Associate Dean for Research and Faculty Development, Siobhan Chair of Christian Ethics and Business, and Professor of Management at Baylor's Hancamber School of Business, our guest today on Baylor Connections. I'm Derek Smith. Reminder, you can hear this and other programs online, baylor.edu slash connections, and you can subscribe on iTunes. Thanks for joining us here on Baylor Connections.